Here it is going now, guys. Talk Norris City here, back for another week of the TNC podcast. I think we're on to week seven, eight. We might be nearly two months in, you know. Time flies when you're having fun, Jack. It really does. Um, today, we've got Mike Manson on the hot seat, on the guest seat. At Mike Manson 93. Michael Manson. Michael Manson 93. Nice. I mean, Manson, have you been. I don't think you've been on a match to experience all season, have you? Except the England game that we went to. Yeah. Shell. Uh, I don't think. You Any away games? There must have been on Derby. Oh, yes, Derby. Derby. That Oof. was a crushing defeat, wasn't yeah, it? And that kind was, of yeah. the story of our season, really. Mike's on today because in the last podcast, Which we announced on, he's got a season ticket. Got a season ticket. Well, well done, mate. How yeah, do you buzzing. feel? How do you feel like being I'm, a new season I'm, I'm buzzing about having a season ticket. Have you ever had one before? I've had, I've had, I've had one yeah. back in the road days. Ooh. So back in the road days when I had my first season ticket, I think I had it for about two seasons. Glenn Loner, I call him. Because um, I think it, I think when you become a season ticket holder, it's almost like a status. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm a hardened fan. Like people put it in their bio and yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah, I did laugh the other week. I saw this girl um, tweet and it went like viral. I don't follow her. It got like 15,000 retweets. And she was like, why do football fans tweet that their season ticket holders is like me tweeting that I've got a Boots loyalty card? But I don't tweet about it. I agree with her entirely. I, yeah. Do you? I agree. Yeah. I think it's quite something to be quite proud of having a season ticket. It's all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as you can probably hear, I am I've got a bit of man flu. Oh, so one right. stay away from me. I've got my got my tissue to mop yeah. up any any uh, snot that comes out. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep it light. Yeah, just, um so I'll I'll let you guys talk, but the weekend, the seven one win. Yes, you have heard that correctly, people. We did win 7-1. I've pinched myself multiple times. 7-1. <laughs> I woke up Sunday morning and I thought, did that actually happen? It did. It did. The, highlights have been, the highlights have been out and it was a thing. Literally, that was me popping off <laughs> on Saturday <Yeah>. night. <laughs> what is I'm it? not sure if you can what, see that. What does it what? say at the bottom? Yeah. Today. Actually, this is funny, right? Because this was released from? at Christmas. This yeah. is in the Pink and Magazine. Oh, right. <laughs> Today... Norwich City stands at a crossroads. Football is big, big business. And it helps an awful lot if you can grab a big chunk of the financial pie. And there's Delia. With a pot of champagne cork. There she is. We always champagne. love to mention Delia, don't we? Like, yeah, she's, we've got a book yeah, here. She's a good old girl. Um, we'll, we'll put her at the front today, shall I we? suppose by having Mr. Kipling brown yeah. pies, it's a slight rival, sorry. Yeah. That That's not really face it. That's right, man. But let's talk about that 7-1 win. Yeah. Unbelievable, Unbelievable, isn't it? Huge. A nice lift for everyone. And the fans needed something to think, okay, it's like, it's exactly what we spoke about last week, Jack, it's hope. And the fans now have got hope. And actually, by the sounds of, of the players, they looked happier. Yeah. I actually bumped into Housen at Holcomb Hall um, on Sunday. And I'll tell the story, because why not? Um, so I bumped into him and I had to get a picture, obviously. You know, When, when is the cutoff point for pictures, by the way, with players? Age-wise, mm, I'd say late twenties. Am, am I on the edge yeah. of it now? You're, you're getting you're there. Getting okay. There. Yeah. I think you're s- certainly. I think you're too old to wear a football shirt, a Norwich shirt. Like that is a debate. No, is a, yeah, I, that's I, an I completely one. I disagree with no, that. I thought about colors, that. Yes, colors, I thought about that the other week. Colors, colors, colors for life. Really? Mm. Uh, see, I'm, I've slightly swayed away from wearing my Norwich shirt just because it's never warm cold. enough. Yeah. But I always have my scarf on normally if I remember. But I just I, think there is a cut-off point. For I think there is. Uh, anyway, Housen. Mm. Went up to him and I said, C- 
can I have a picture of you because you've been our only com- consistent like, player. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said you've been our only consistent player all season in a in a shit season. Pardon my French, but I did say that to him, and um, and he kind of like awkwardly laughed. And then we, you know, we had the picture. My barnet was everywhere. I'm sure you'll, you've seen it on Twitter. Classic. Um, didn't ask for the retake. Too awkward. And uh, yeah, and I said to him. Johnny, you're definitely going to stay. You're definitely going to stay next season, aren't you? And he went, "Yeah." And I went, "No, no. You promised me you're definitely going to stay, yeah." And he was like, "Yeah, go on then." So, fingers crossed. You might. Have but now I had a, I had a really really horrible dream last night that House and left Norwich for Leeds in the summer. Interesting. I think if they go up, yeah. it's a possibility. Can we just talk about your uh, colour coordination and your trousers? <laughs> now was that an accident? Now, was he wearing shorts or trousers? Yeah. Me and Houseman were both wearing green chinos. <laughs> First of all, it was like 25 degrees. Why are we wearing trousers? Yeah. It's a long story. I don't even want to go into no, it. No, 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 come on. We've got, we've got all I was going for a posh meal out. And uh, no, no, look, no one cares. Let's so talk you, about so football. You, so you the green chinos. Alex Pritchard, what a player. No, let's talk about no. your chinos. I was wearing green chinos because they were the only trousers that fit me that weren't in the wash. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, no. chestnut. Classic. So your washing schedule... Um, yeah, messed up. Though. And so did Johnny's. But Mike, a 7-1 win. Yeah. Um, no one was expecting that, were they? Absolutely nobody. Nobody in that crowd would have been expecting it. It's exactly, as Chris said, it's exactly what we needed. That lift, some hope. To be honest with you, I think fans have been happy with the 1-0 win. Mm. But, but yeah. for, for, the, uh, for the surprise of a 7-1 win, especially with the opponents being Reading, playoff... Well, they will be in the playoffs. Nobody would expect. I mean, that. it's kind of the story of Norwich's season almost, because whenever like a, a, a non-Norwich supporting or like a neutral football fan asks mm. you, like, what has gone wrong this season? You genuinely don't really yeah, know what to say. Don't say. And yeah. it was the same on the weekend. Yeah. People were like, well, what happened? We were like, I don't actually know. Yeah. What was different? <laughs> yeah, what was like, different? nothing. The, the team. It was a similar team. Similar to, team to that of. The one on Wednesday night when we played Huddersfield. Yeah. Like, Wes and Pritchard played together. And yeah, I suppose there work. were a few changes yeah. and McGovern and Bennett were dropped, but... but McGovern dropped. It's the same. Key it's point. The same. Yeah, well... Key point. I'm sorry to... I have to criticise McGovern. Bloody hell, he's bad, isn't he? Yeah, he's not great. He's not great. He's not the best, is he? He's not the best. He's probably had. low championship level, isn't but he? I, th- I think the most surprising thing for me is we've seen that attacking... Four, attacking three, whatever you want to call it, that attacking like forward line. They played at Brighton those those four together, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. And what changed? Like what happened? What diff? Because it was so fluid. Mm. It was it's, there was yeah. we had thirty shots. I think it's the I think it's the respect they have for Alan Irvin over Alex Neal. But do That's you think the performances even under Irvine have been so contrasting? I, I mean, do you see yeah. that, Mike? I don't really see that. Okay, I don't see that at all. Cool. Stuart Webber has come in. Did that possibly play an impact? Are they are they trying to prove prove themselves to him? I think yeah. I think personally, every player in that squad, whether they've performed well, like Johnny House and Jacob Murphy, they are all on trial. Mm. Every single player. Yeah, they said that, didn't yeah, they? I mean, yeah, every yeah, single player. Yeah, and and Stuart Webber or Alan Irvin said that in his post match interview. They did. Every say single that. player is on trial. It doesn't matter how good you are, how good your season is. For Stuart Webber and the new manager, whoever that is, mm-hmm. you're on trial. And someone said to you after the game, which is a bit sceptical, as you highlighted to me immediately afterwards, that are players now playing to stay here next season? Are they going to? Oh, the Norwich under-21s have gone behind to Wolves in the 44th minute. I think Aston's playing in that, actually. Breaking you. Oh. It, uh, By the way, Aston, top guy. Yeah, top banana. 
getting taller as well. Future NCFC number one. I thought you stopped growing at like 18. He's still growing. He's a unit, isn't he? He's like six foot 17 and a half. <laughs> He's massive. To be fair, I wish that was me. Stop growing at 11, I think. <laughs> um, but, I mean, where do we go now? Because playoffs we're, are still not on. We're not going anywhere. It's we're just getting, like... What do we do then? We're riding it out. We're totally yeah. riding it out. Alan Irvin's here. But I, I actually... Although I think it will still continue to cause some damage with the players, I think that the players being told that Alan's definitely here creates somewhat of a kind of a comfort blanket as such. Like they know what's going on, mm. whereas the players will be thinking this is a mess of a club. So it, so the likes of players like Housen and Pritchard and Pinto that you want to stay at this football club, they're going to be thinking, you know what, at least they know what they're doing now. Whereas before it was like pff, tin pot. Mm. So the 7-1 win... Obviously a fantastic um, result, mm. three points, but there was probably deeper line issues, deeper things that happened. Russell Martin, his, his post-match interview kind of got a bit choked up. Big big day for him, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And very, very pleased and proud of Russell Martin yesterday. And I think that it's important that fans realise that their short-term disrespect of Russell Martin is short-sighted and pointless. Would you say it's disrespectful, though? Totally. Would you? And I'll tell you a reason why, Jack. You look at a player like Adam Drury, okay? Now, Adam Drury... I can tell you're getting angry already. Yeah, I am getting angry. I'm getting angry. Here we go. Right, Adam Drury, City through and through, cares about the club. He's still at the club. And the reason why he's still at the club is because the fans loved him and respected him. And now he's doing some stuff for the football club. And he probably will until he dies because he loves the club that much. His blood runs green and yellow. Now, Adam Drury was playing in a time where our team wasn't that good, really. I mean, it was it was okay, yeah. but it did have leaks in defence. We got, you know, we, the amount of times we got spanked in the Premier League with Adam Drury at the back. Now, I just want to bring that up because I believe that fans aren't... I think fans need to remember that by disrespecting Russell Martin, you are basically affecting our future I, I do genuinely believe that because Russell Martin will be an absolutely fantastic asset to this football club going forwards Anita said after her, after the game in her post-match interview uh, Russ, Russ can come on as an ambassador not yet of course but in the future certainly now you know let's not forget as well Russell Martin cost us how much did he cost us? £350,000 no how much did <laughs> Russell Martin cost us? £300,000 Russell Martin cost us Two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Now, the for that value, no deal. now exactly. Now, for that <laughs> value, he has absolutely delivered. He's taken us up the leagues from League One, League One to the Premier League. He's our captain. He's he's very respectful. He does everything the right way, and you know it epitomises who Russ is as a person by his celebration, diverting it to Peter Oldfield, mm. who was Norwich City through and through. Now, I just really hope the fans that are, that are watching or listening to this now. Stop just disrespecting him saying, oh, Russ Martin's absolutely awful because he's playing with a bad defence. And a horrendous defence. He only needs, Russ Martin only needs two good players with him, i.e. Dykes and Pinto. Highlighted this last week. I'll highlight it again. As soon as those two play with Russ Martin, he absolutely smashes it. And I'm just buzzing for Russ and he will stay on at the club in the future if fans show him some blooming respect because he's a good guy. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And he's not that bad at football. I, I agree with the morals. I, th- I think Mark's kind of having, having a contrasting opinion to you as well. I love Russell Martin and I think he should be respected. 
I also think fans do have the right to say that Russell Martin hasn't been good enough this season. I agree with that. Um, and we shouldn't be playing players because they love Norwich City Football Club and that they're, you know, they're respected. I think, look, let me put it out there here first. I think Russell Martin is a big part of this squad and I think he holds a lot of value off the pitch. But on the pitch, I'm not convinced that we should be playing footballers because they love Norwich City if they're not good enough. Completely disagree. Why? In every yeah. single aspect. Mm. If, we, if, if, if all of our players... Loved and cared for our football club as much as Russ does, we would be above Newcastle yeah, you, and we'd be back in the Premier League. Would, no. A million percent. No, Look at Lambert's no, years. I disagree. You're both wrong. You, you and you're wrong if you disagree as disagree well. Disagree com- uh, Disagree completely. You don't get promoted from the Championship because you have players that love the club. They uh, care and they fight for the shirt. No, but it doesn't. Look I, at I, Jacob Murphy. I, I always bring it back to this this point where I love the football club. It doesn't mean that I'm going to go on that pitch and get us promoted. Yeah. Tim, Just from my Tim Close highlights this point very, very well. Okay, Tim Close doesn't want to be here. Th- and, and what is he doing I, on the pitch? I don't think there has been any... I, I know he spoke to, to Swiss press and everything, but in terms of on the pitch, I don't think there's been anything that says to me that Tim Close yeah. wants to be He wants off, yeah. and he's How been poor because that? of it. I do know that, and I know it through a source, and I'm sorry to say it. But if you didn't have... hundred percent off. If you didn't have sources, there would be nothing yeah. to say. If you just went... If you just turned up to Carrow on a Saturday, you didn't read the press, and you didn't have sources, you wouldn't think that Tim Close wanted True. out. Because he comes up to the fans... He's the last one off the pitch, applauding them, giving Sometimes. them shirts away, yeah. always. Um, his performances, on the whole, haven't been great. But... Okay, okay, right. So let's agree. I think there's a middle line here. The, can, we, can we agree there's a middle line here with Russ? That's true. So I think yeah. I'm, I care about Russ too much because I believe that if people care about what they do, they do it very well. You with Talk Norris City. You with your job-ish. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, you know, you get my point. And, but, also... but I agree that he does deserve to be criticised when he doesn't perform in the right way, which this season he hasn't. And this season, Russ Martin has cost us points. But just see my point that don't think too short term. Yeah, I think, no, yeah. I think that's probably... I mean, Mark, let's get your sort of final point on Russell Martin because it's very tough as a football yeah. fan to rationally think about things. Yeah. When you're walking out, exactly. if you've just been to Brighton yeah. and you've just seen your team... Being spanked five nil after spending seventy five quid, you're not going. Actually, Russell Martin cares about this football club, and he might be a good ambassador exactly. in ten years' time. Yeah. You're thinking, fucking Russell Martin yeah. giving away these points. Yeah. So it's very tough to look long term, in mm. my opinion. Yeah. We should look long term, and we should go. Yeah, Russell Martin is a really good guy. His heart's in the right place. He's a good person for this football club. Mm. But you also do need. You can't get too. You need to you need to have constructive criticism. Yeah. And you need to crit- critically think about the players. Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Yeah. So end of debate. I mean, yeah. Got Mike. You have, you have a say. It is a difficult one. Fans can say what they want. Um, I think long term, as you said, great ambassador for club, you know, club captain, all of this. Mm. But every fan has the right to criticise any player's performance on the pitch. Not disagreeing with that. Totally and that, and that can be that can be Russ. I know a lot has been aimed at Russ, and you can say, oh. Because of the defence, yeah. Well, every criticism, it can be unnecessary, but it can be worthy. Agreed. So Agreed. it's it's balancing that. It's yeah. getting the balance right. I like that. And I, I also think that, that unfairly, I agree with you. I think Ross Martin has sometimes been a scapegoat this season when other players have been worse than him. So yeah, we'll agree. Let us know your thoughts down in the comment section below about Russell Martin. We're now going to head over to the Pinkard. Um That man, Stuart Weber, King Stuart Weber, is on the front. <laughs> We've got. 
Uh, King, Dave Freezer as well, in the top right-hand corner. Um, Go on, Dave. I'm really interested about this first article, actually. It was a match preview. This is from Saturday's Pinkin, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an article from Dave Freezer. And the headline is basically, Clear Identity is Pivotal to the Weber Revolution. Yeah, 100%. Identity. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a word that's been thrown about this season. Mm-hmm. Um, have we lost our identity yeah. Yeah. this season? Not, 100%. It's not just this season. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Since we've been since over, over from the Prem. It's been over a course of three seasons that it's just completely yeah. and utterly gone. So what, Hang on. what is our identity? What have we lost? Well, it's meant to be the Norwich way. And what is the Norwich what, way? Yeah, but you can say what is the Norwich way and then you've got... I'll tell you what the Norwich way was when I worked at the football club. The Norwich way was... We're going to pass the ball. We're going to play good football. We're not going to hoof it. That was the Norwich way-ish. To to a degree, that was what it was. like. It wasn't like Stoke, old Stoke City before they became Stoke Alona. And that's the Norwich way. And I totally agree with Mike. It's been bitten and chewed off for the last three or four seasons, just like you're going to eat that milk now. I'm so excited for this, by the and, way. And I think that Stuart Webber coming in will create an identity. Look what he's done at Huddersfield. They play fluent, creative, give me that milker football. An interesting thing, and I don't know if this was related to Stuart Webber, but when I was walking home from the game on Saturday, all the stewards were coming out from their, from their day's job. All of them stewards were wearing the Norwich City suit. And now I've never seen that before, I don't think, where the stewards walk out where? and they're all dressed in suits. In the city stand they do. Everywhere. Barclay, NMP. Every steward who walked out of the ground was wearing a suit. Please don't tell me you think Stuart Webber is responsible for putting all of the stewards in suits for his first game. Possibly. Jack Reeve, you've lost the plot. No, I don't think I have. because he's... <laughs> I can accept your Russell Martin debate, but you have now completely... No, because it is about all these little things. You've got a thing with Simon Cheeseman at Slater. This wasn't meant to link back to that. But it is these little things that Stuart Webber talked about. He said he wants everyone from the club shop to the director of football to have the Norwich City morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. totally. And maybe, this, I might be going crazy. You're going crazy. No, you, you never know. But maybe the stewards in suits is a, yeah. is a way, if someone, if a non-Norwich City fan was walking past and went, actually, that steward looks quite smart, they might then get enticed into the Depends what tie they've got on, as you saw last week. Yeah, they were nice, they were nice in your ties. Yeah, definitely. All day. I don't think you can get worse than that. Nope. Mike, Stuart Webber, yeah. um, come in, done a, mm. I think it was a 45-minute press conference. Yeah. Clearly has time for the journalists, clearly has time for the fans to a certain extent. I mean, I mean he's only been here three days and we've already called him for his knighthood. But, um, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the questions have been asked on the channel all season. What does the sporting director have to do in his first few weeks, first few months, year? We now know who the, du- the, yeah. the director of football is or whatever you want to call it. Sporting director, yeah. Sporting director. What does he have to do now? Because he, he's, he's talked the talk, yeah. now he has to walk the walk. What is that walk? So for me, I think he's got he's got the rest of the season to educate and learn about the club. Yeah, he's agreed. got time to learn how the club works. Yeah, how he, he wants to for the club to work, um, and he's got what four or six weeks of the season left to yeah to get used to his surroundings. And I think for him first, that would be key. Mm, bang on the money. He listen needs to settle in first. Listen, listen. Yeah. yeah, take everything in. Understand what the fans are talking about. Start to integrate with the fans as well. That's going to be really important because mm. they're going to be venting more than ever at this point. And really understand the vibe. Of course he will. He'll get it. Yeah. And for me, Stuart Webber, if I see any pictures of him on holiday after Dave McNally swanned off after Wembley, I'll be furious. So you say they're coming, you know, take the vibe in. Surely 
he's going to want to put his own stamp on this as well. And I think the board are going to have to really kind of trust him because it's going to be completely different to what they've ever... Because we, we all know that Dave McNally maybe wanted to push the club on alongside Lamb, but for whatever reason, the board didn't really accept that um, or want that to happen. Lambert wanted to push it on, yeah. McNally didn't. Was he held back by the board, though? I think he probably was. Yes, yeah. 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 So, so the board now have to go, OK, yeah. we've tried it, holding back a little bit, it didn't work. We now yeah. have to really yeah. jump out of our There needs to be zone. some give from the board. I actually think that I, in fact, I know that the board are going to be more involved in the football club next season. They're going to be putting their stamp on things as well. Do we want that though? Uh, I think in some, I think they're again with with the topic of identity. I think the within the, the staff and and everything, there needs to be a bit of of the Delia thing in there. Yeah, because Delia does yeah. epitomise what Norwich oh, City yeah. is all about, which is yeah. a family football club. Family football. Yeah. So that is, and that's really important. Very, yeah. very important. Some people were saying after the seven-one win that if we continue this form, we could get the playoffs. Do you agree with Christian? That? Did didn't he? Good uh, old Christian. Did. So did Stephen. Well, mm-hmm. mathematically we can, yeah, we can, but, but we're not going to no. win all those games. Seven-one. No. Well, we're not seven-one, but no, no, it's not going to happen. No. No. Right, Chris. I've now got your article up. It still says our new columnist, by the way. You're yeah. not new for quite a while, mate. Yeah. How, how new is new? I'm still new. I'm still new. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the headline no. is City's top stars need a reason to believe in the future. Do we now have that reason to believe? Starting to, which is the touching point at the beginning, is we are now giving our key players So a we, was this uh, article written after Stuart Webber's appointment? So you knew... Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was, yeah you know, it, it was written um, post-Webber, pre-Reading. Um, yeah. In between that zone. Uh, and I still think that that point stands and it will do for the rest of the season. You need to create a reason for the, for our top players to stay, which I got slated for on Twitter, by the way. What do you mean you our did. best yeah, players? Did. Yeah. I saw that. What do you I mean did. our best players? Well, of course we've got best players. All right, they've not been playing well, but it's because they're surrounded by players that don't want to be here. Mm. Right. I've, uh, I've got some replies to the Snapchats. So oh, I'm cool. We're going to do a phone call. And re- How do I ring people on here? Are they pinging you uh, their phone number and everything? No, I'll just I'll ring them on Snapchat. Oh, cool. Go so on, here we do. go then. Can this you put is them on loudspeaker. Alex Grieve. Can you put them on Snapchat on loudspeaker? Yeah, I should be able to. God, this is revolutionary. This is. Let's <laughs> see if this works. This is this is cutting edge technology. Come on, Alex, pick up my friend. Alex, you've got ten seconds. Otherwise, this podcast could be interesting. When are we killing him off? Not yet. Okay. If you're listening to this on iTunes and SoundCloud, I'm sorry. Sorry, Alex. Uh You're gone. Your chance is gone, my friend. He was definitely having his dinner. Yeah. Um, Here we go. Here's another one. This guy's called Jack. Go on, Jack. Pick up Jack. Come on, Jack. (laughs) I think he's typing. (laughs) I believe in you, Jack. Come Come on. Or they're like, they're si- Jack. Hello. How are you, my friend? I'm alright, mate. How are you? Good. You are on the podcast. Live. Live. Oh, wow. Um, let's talk about the weekend. It was Reading. Oh, yes. <laughs> what did you make of it, mate? Oh, it was brilliant. Like, it was great to see us win, finally. The play was brilliant. Uh, it was just an all-round spectacular performance, you've asked me. W- were, you, were you expecting it? 
Uh, no, I wasn't. I was expecting um, Reading to win, really. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting it to yeah. be a 2-0 win, really. It's what, it's what, that's what Brad said, and I said a 1-0 loss yeah. as well. Mm. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Jack, I mean, um, Stuart Webb has been here for, what, not even a week. Um, are you impressed with him so far? Yeah, very, actually, because his before, well, you know, his is, everyone was really brilliant, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what do you think that, I mean, it was a question I was asking in the fan cams, what do you now think that the club needs to do in order to, to prepare best for next season? Uh, well, we need to get a new head coach, really. Uh... Oh. No, Jackie's still there. Oh, the Wi-Fi's gone. Um, yeah, we need to get a new head coach. Um... Yeah. Uh, who 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 would be the kind of who would be the who would be the head coach that you're looking at at the moment to bring in? I don't know. No we one knows. Jack. Someone, mm. someone that will bring our club forward and prepare us for the next season ahead. Do Do you agree with the decision to keep Irvine here until the end of the season? Uh, yeah, I do because he can bring us forward. Well, I'm not sure he could bring us forward to our full potential, mm. but instead of investing some money now we should invest some money more wisely yeah. during the end of the season and into the next season ahead Jack it's been a pleasure speaking to you mate Tom man cheers mate uh, yeah you too see you buddy alright mate thanks see you later that was cool that, worked. that was Jack that was nice that was, yeah, um, that was good let's talk about him he, he agreed with keeping Irvine here until the end of the season yeah, yeah. do you guys as well yeah I mean it, I, we stability, it got confirmed didn't it yeah. in the week yeah. stability um, is what is yeah. the most important yeah. thing right now Definitely. We can do another one. Yeah, we are. Go on. This is Joe. Um, oh, let's let's ring him. Come on, Joe, pick up. He actually gave me his phone number as well. Well, good old Joe. Slide into his DMs. <laughs> Come on, Joe. You can do it, Joe. He's eating his tea. Come on. Go on, Joe. What should we ask Joe about? I think we should ask Joe... What he thinks of the pies this season. Start start with start with a really random question. Two more rings for Joe. Yeah, okay. Two more rings. He's busy. We have just been <laughs> we have just been we have, we've just been up. completely shut down. We've just been shut down by right. someone who said they wanted to come on. Joe. Right. Joe, you're in our bad books now. Right, Paul. One more. Come on, Paul. What's Paul saying anyway? He said, just let me know and I'll do whatever. <laughs> whatever for the podcast. Goodness me. Paul sounds up for this. Paul is very up for it. Oh, Joe's just t- messaging me now. See you later, Joe. You're not involved anymore. This should be the new goal music. <laughs> yeah. It's very digital, isn't now, it? Now, Paul is messaging. What is going on with this, Joe? What is going on? We've had, we've had one successful answer. If you're listening again, I'm so sorry. Paul! How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Good. You are live on the podcast. Go on, Paul. Go on. Very nice. Good. Um, the weekend. What? 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 A win it was. Fantastic performance from every single player. Yeah, totally agree with you. Chris. Chris was asking me. We were thinking about questions to ask you, Paul. What do you think of the pies this season? <laughs> <laughs> Paul? Sounds speechless. Yes. Were they that good? The pies. Yeah, the pies. <laughs> Completely sweet. Steak, chicken, chicken bolty. What's your preferred pie? Paul? Preferred pie? I'd probably go for 
for a steak. Yeah, 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 yeah classic yeah. steak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paul, let, let's get back onto the football then. Um, now until the end of the season, what do we need to do to, to keep on progressing? I think uh, keep the score. I just think keep uh, everyone fit. Uh, keep the score together. I think I personally think there's not many really that many changes to get. Get rid of a few players. I think Basco, uh, um bring in a striker and get a good manager. Paul, simple. Yeah. Let's make Top you. Man. Let's make you the new sporting director. Thank you very much. <laughs> Top man. Have a good evening. Right. Cheers, Paul. I was not expecting Paul to sound like. No, neither. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> not at all. I didn't really, I didn't really understand who he was saying. But Paul, great I, points about yeah. you know keeping everyone, everyone fit is important. So I, I expect to see some rotation from Alan Irvin in the next few weeks. I'd love to see some youngsters come in. But on the other hand, Jack, the other thing that I'm now thinking, which is a bit loopy, is do we play Kyle Lafferty to get him sold? Or is he on a free anyway? He's on a free. His contract. Interesting point from Paul there that I haven't really heard anyone say all season is that he doesn't think there's many changes to be made. Just get rid of the people whose contracts are already expiring. Basong, I think he said Lafferty. Getting a good head coach, which we all want. Don't know what team he's been watching yeah, this I'm season. I'm not sure what team he's been watching. Barcelona? Um, we're an aging squad. Yeah. And <laughs> Totally. It, it, the, some the players need to go. Great. The, what, what's the what's the average age? Twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, possibly older than that. I think it, I think I saw someone tweet today that it's Stuart Webber's first season at Huddersfield. There were seventeen outs and fifteen ins in terms okay. of player transfers, which is a serious squad. But may I say sometimes but, it doesn't. But work. may I say that was Huddersfield, and yeah. he's now at Norwich, but, where he's got more money to play with and a probably better squad to begin with. Yeah, but yeah. we're still in sort of relative terms yeah. struggling as much as they were yeah. in terms of underachieving we were underachieving as much as they were mm. we're, not, we're nowhere near where they, how bad they were before we I'm not saying that I'm saying it as a relative okay. kind yeah. of it in terms yeah. of what they expected to do yeah. we're arguing a lot tonight Jack aren't yeah. we? we are I think it's because I'm feeling a bit under the weather and you're yeah. really kind of I'm just really so pumped for the podcast really like just, just niggling at yeah, you niggling, so away. niggling away love it love it love the fact the mic is still balanced on a banana by the way I know you'd think we would have upgraded by now wouldn't we I actually quite it's like it. Vibes. Only because it's the yellow. The good thing about the banana is, is it tilts at a perfect angle. Yeah. And it's got a kind of... Again, sorry if you're listening. It's got a bit of a rough edge, which means it doesn't slide down. Right. Football. Yeah. Football chat. Come on, talk to me. Football. Um, Mitchell Johnny, um, Oh, what a beast. What a beast Is he staying like? Are you going to be watching him with your season ticket next year? I, he hopes. I would hope so, but I don't think so. Why? We're not going to be a Premier League club, are we? And I think we're f- from where he's come, I just cannot see him. St- well, the you, ga- don't, the ga- you don't know. You don't know. The gaffer at, um, at Ajax doesn't actually like him that much, does he? Well, I think... I or think he's not played enough games. The point is or... that he came to Norwich City and he, he did say that he wanted to be he a Premier League yeah. footballer next yeah. year. Yeah. And I think that's everyone's that's kind everyone. of dream as a footballer. And he is good enough to be a Premier yeah. League footballer. But now what I'm thinking is, we've just won 7-1. I know it, in the whole season it's nothing, but... Stuart Webber's come in, a bit more stability at the football club. Things are looking a little bit brighter. We'll probably, probably go mm. lose 3-0 to Fulham now, but things are looking a bit brighter at the moment. Do you think M- Mitchell Dykes and his agent will be sitting down with Webber and Webber will be going, look, hasn't worked this year, I'm sorry, but next year we'll be a Premier League football club. And Do you think they will trust him to go on and 
it's down deliver that. To, it's purely down to to Mitchell's yeah. maturity. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the reason I tell you a player who is who's always been very probably too good at it in fairness, but there was when we went down from the championship to League One, and I'm gonna name and shame them, I'm friends with them both. Fozzie and Crofty buggered off, yeah, and ended up at clubs that weren't as big as Norwich City. Uh, Wes Houlihan was touted with a move away, stuck with it, and then two seasons' time, boom, boom, in the Premier League. Now, mm. I'm not saying we're definitely going to get promoted next season, Jack, but what I am saying is, on Mitchell's part, uh, he is going to be- get played every single week. He's loved here. He's yeah. going to have. Yeah. He's going to. We get, we're definitely going to sign another centre back next season to replace Tim Close. <laughs> no, yeah. probably two centre backs next season if if Turner leaves, Basong leaves. We, we're going to sign a lot of good defensive players to, for him to play alongside. So, I I hope with all my heart he stays. But I'm with Mike. Yeah. He, he's going to go. It's, he, it's, yeah. I, I'll be stunned yeah. if he stays. Stunned. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask someone who wants to be on from Snapchat. Go on then. This is Finlay. Well, we hope it's Finlay if he answers. Go on, Finlay. Finlay? If it even rings. Oh. Finlay! Yo! How are you, buddy? I'm good. That is the best pickup ever. Yeah, you were quick. You were the quickest so far. Oh, I'm excited. You're on the podcast, mate. A question we've been asking everyone. Well, actually, just you. Uh, Mitchell Dykes, will he be staying next season? What if you if you were Mitchell Dykes, would you stay? <laughs> no. <laughs> good, again, yeah. every single fan yeah. is thinking that. Yeah. Finley he desperately wants Mitchell to stay, like we all do. Mm. But have we got the money to keep a player of that calibre, Jack? Alright, Finley, you're Mitchell Dykes, you're an absolute beast, you're a good footballer. What does Weber, what does Dalian need well, to do yeah, for you to barn. stay at this football club? Say say if if um, I'm Stuart Webber, uh, you're yeah. you're now a fan. We've we've changed we've changed roles. I've just offered Mitchell Dykes forty grand a week. He's now our top earner at the football club. Would you be happy with that, or would you say actually I'd maybe prefer to go and get two slightly more under the radar players for on, on twenty grand a week? Still good caliber championship players, but we're getting two for the price of one. What would you say about that? No, nah, definitely the second option because I think for forty grand a week, he's not our best player. He's essential to our squad, but I don't think he's the best player. So I'd definitely go for two high caliber, twenty grand a week He's banned. He's banned. Yeah, yeah. the money then. Great answer, yeah. Yeah. Finley, top yeah. man. Thanks for being on the podcast, mate. Thank you. Have a good evening. You too. I love how yeah. excited people yeah. are. Really excited. It's really cute, isn't Finley. it? Good, good yeah. guy. Yeah, good point. Sounds well. switched on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an interesting point. Yeah. I mean, I look at Villa in a, in a club who's splashed the cash, splashed big wages on yeah. players. Oh, it's, it's a tough one because we've got the likes of Pritchard, Dykes. We've got really good players at this football club. But if you start offering them big wages yeah. to keep them here, it then yeah. might create a bit of unrest. And yeah, I think we need to break that. We, we, need, we need to, yeah. But with the whole, right, we've, got, we've now gone Europeans. We've got the sporting director. We've got the head coach. Now, these clubs don't have they as a general rule they don't really have wage structures and Norwich City forever and a day has always had a wage structure and if you look at the top clubs you look at Wayne Rooney's fee compared to Jesse Lingard for example the gulf there is ridiculous but I would argue the talent actually isn't that far off already now we've got to break that duck 
to progress as a football club. If we want to bring in players, I always remember back in back in the day where we were about to sign Benteke before Villa did. Yeah, and all we needed to do was just put some extra wages yeah. on the table, but, yeah. we, but we didn't do it. And to keep players like Mitchell here, to keep players like Housen here, yeah. like we Housen has to stay. The players, but I think this is a good debate actually. Yeah. Who are the players that we need to build the squad around next season? Right. Let, yeah. Let's let's quickly stay on this. Let's get onto yeah. that in a minute. Oh, the, the wages. <laughs> yeah. um, Finley said he wouldn't want to splash 40, yeah. 40 grand. I'm just yeah. saying forty grand. I don't know how much. Let's say he's, he goes on to become a top. Actually, that yeah. much in footballing terms, by the way. Championship yeah. is it's up, it's, upper it's echelon yeah. stuff. Is it? Yeah, yeah I'd say. Yeah. It's progressed massively. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we have most yeah. top, uh, top uh, squads are playing their, playing their players oh, 40 grand now. All right, yeah. let's, let's say 60 grand yeah. a week. I don't know. <laughs> Would you be willing to pay over the odds and a lot more than the other players at this football club to keep hold of our best players? Because you've got a strange thing. You, you either splash the cash, spend 60 grand a week, completely hypothetical, yeah. keep them here. Yeah. Fans go, oh, we could have gone out and got three players. You don't offer them the wages. They leave and you go, well, we haven't tried hard enough to keep them. My, my opinion is is if you're offering 60K to a player, either staying at the club for the money mm. and just paying for, them, playing, for the, pay, playing for the money or are they still playing for the club? And if you're going to smack like 60 grand on the table to Mitchell Dykes and say you can stay, is he thinking, I've got 60, I'm going to get 60K a week? Why do you think Stephen Naismith is at this football club, Jack? Maybe I'm wrong to think that. Yeah, but yeah. Because we paid him yeah. a ton of money yeah. to keep us in the Premier League. Yeah. Now, I, I hope and I genuinely believe that we will just stop the wage structure thing and be mature but, about it. Yeah. If you want top what, players, so you have to pay the top. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not just football, in life. If you want the best staff on board, now they did it with, they did it with David Nally. They've clearly done it with Stuart Webber. They pay the big bucks there. Why can't we pay the big bucks to get the top players? So I'm in? confused. Are you saying you would splash the cash on wages, or you wouldn't? yeah, hundred percent, hundred. But you just said you'd agree with Finley, and you said you wouldn't want to spend forty grand a week on Mitchell Dykes. Oh, sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. Oh, you were not. No, right. I wasn't. Sorry, I agree with Finley, but I, I, so, we definitely need to keep to spend as much as we can. To what are you saying, Mike? It's a difficult one. If players it's a, it's don't a really like difficult it, one. then bugger off. You know what? For, it, the players that have been at the club for a long time, Houston, Houlihan, yeah, pay them that money. Yeah, without a doubt, they deserve the the players that actually care about this club deserve more With money 100%. anyway. But when the money's but, then thrown on the table, do you get slightly more complacent? No, you're overthinking it. Am I? I yeah. don't. I think I agree with Jack. Are you going to get complacent with no. the example is Mitchell Dykes? Are you going to get complacent if you offered that amount of money? Because he's still on note and he's wanting either a Premier League contract or us to go. Yeah, here's sixty k yeah. a week. He's playing for a contract. Look at other clubs that do that, and it works. Argue against that. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting on the fence yeah. on this one. Let me know what you guys think down in the comment section below. Did, did we tweet out any Twitter questions? I don't think we did. Didn't no, we didn't. So that's why did we went on Snapchat. Yeah. 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 Well done. Well, why didn't we do that? We definitely forgot to do that, didn't we? We did forget to do that. <laughs> hate of the week? Yeah, Ready for it? it? Go on then. Right. Hate of the week this week. I'll start on a light note because I have got one light one and one scathing one. Okay. So here we go. Chris loves... Because we had a chocolate debate last week, didn't we? We did. And it got a lot of interaction, actually. Chris loves Yorkies. That is just disgusting. Sorry, Jack. You've got to cut him off. Oh, well... Mm. Also, Twix is literally the best chocolate bar ever, and I don't even need to try and argue. Now, mm. the Twix is also around 40% biscuit. Yeah. Now, so you were that... criticising me for having a Kit Kat as my favourite... One of my favourite chocolate bars... And saying that was too much biscuit to chocolate yeah, ratio. Even yeah. worse. Mm. So Twix, Twix is, is worse. Twix is, Twix is just it's not a chocolate yeah, bar. It's not a chocolate bar. 
Well, it's not a proper chocolate bar. It's not a chocolate bar. It's a Jaffa cake, a cake or biscuit. That's an interesting debate. Right, number two. Number two is scathing. Are you ready for it? I don't know, am I? Go on. God, this made me laugh. Fuck. Chris is bald. And then he goes, puck me dead. His hairline is dog shit. Woohoo! Look at that. Was the Look at that hairline. It's receding to be fair. Yeah, it's receding. <laughs> I don't mind. It's no. receding. It's a fact of life. And and by the way, um, it's what, it's can I just say, so, 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 first of all, I think this guy has got some serious, um, set, some real bad issues because... First of all, I highly doubt his actual name is Stay Casual. And also, his profile picture is an S. So until this guy is confident enough to show a picture of his own face, um, then I will completely just disregard that. But what about if he does put a picture on? He's got a full-flowing... Yeah, Mitchell Dykes Barnett. Fair play. But I highly doubt it, and that's why he's a troll, putting that kind of comment. I haven't heard that for years. A troll. A troll. We get lots of trolls here. Nice. Chris gets lots Welcome of to the club. You're <laughs> going to get abused. You're going to get abused. Bring it on. <laughs> Next season you'll get loads when you're on the podcast. Mate, I'm quite up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Buzzing for it. Anyway, let's talk about this game. We've got a game Friday. We have. You're not here, are you? Nope, skiving. Where are you going? I am going to London, sorry. Yeah, Fulham. Sorry. A team we never beat. I'm so pleased I'm not going to this because seriously, I've... I've been to Fulham, I went to Fulham on the worst two times we played them. The 6-0 in the Premier League where we just didn't turn up and all we needed was a draw under And then the Neil Adams one. I mean, I'm sick to death of Fulham. I do actually think, uh, every time we talk about Fulham, it's like, oh, but they're a great club. They've got a great little stadium, haven't they? Why Fulham? Oh, Fulham, oh, Fulham, Fulham, are by, yeah. Fulham are by the river. They're a great club yeah. because they're, they're next to a river. They're a great club. But yeah. I mean, they've got history, Woo. don't get me wrong. And Roy Hodgson got them in the, you know, the Champions League, yeah, Road yeah. League, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not disrespecting Fulham because it is a nice club. But why is it that when, whenever anyone brings up Fulham, it's, oh, they're a lovely club. Well, Whereas Middlesbrough by River, do they get that tag? No, definitely not. No, they don't, do they? Not, no. But Fulham, oh, it's a lovely club. <laughs> Middlesbrough's a bit different. Middlesbrough's <laughs> quite a lot different. I can just bring it up. Fair uh, enough. We could, we could, yeah. I mean, I've been to Fulham twice. Fulham haunt me. And when they come to Carrow Road as well, they, did they have that Brett Hangeland guy, that massive yeah, bald yeah, defender that was literally just yeah. walked around like that? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he, like, I just remember the ball just sticking to his head the whole game last time at Carrow Road, and I'm so pleased I'm not going. I'm sorry. Hangeland, it's giving you nightmares. Mike, are you confident that we can take that 7-1 win into Fulham and continue with the maybe an 8-1 win? Well, you, nice. you, you, you'd hope so. That'd be nice for an 8-1 win. Um... You would hope so, but it is Fulham and they are a bogey team for whatever reason. They but are. you know great what? Point. And they're in um, good form. They're in great form. So and by the way, and they're, they're an example of a club that has had, had a rebuild. Picked it up out yeah. of nowhere. And, and massively picked it up. But um, you know what? Let's hope we can get a win. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be difficult. All, but the, the, the other thing I have to say is if, to be slightly sceptical about, about Reading, we got a lucky penalty. Yeah, that was a really. I, wa- oh, I, said, I turned yeah. around that night and I said, that's not a penalty. It I watched it back. It was literally a okay. yeah. So we got yeah. a lucky penalty, yeah. and although Nelson Oliveira's penalty was lovely, I'm not taking away from that, it was lovely, but the keeper guessed the right way. And, oh, we were only you know, six And I'm just thinking, yeah. like, but, but if that hadn't happened so early yeah. on. I know what you mean. We, our confidence built and built. Now, if Fulham come to Carrow Road and go 1 0 up, 
do you think we've got the bottle in our team to go and win that game? Yeah, it would be very interesting. It'd be interesting. If yeah, it's but, changed. Yeah, we yeah. ain't got the bottle. Yeah, to yeah go but back why not? Why not? I admire why optimism, not? but we have not got that. And I, I hope not? the players prove me wrong. Do you know what I kind of? I kind of hope we do go behind and yeah. just see if what happens. I would like a proper test to see. Yeah. If how many proper tests have we had this season, Jack? Where we've no, but what I mean is we've it. now got Weber and we're now on yeah. the back of a really good Jack, win. Stuart Weber is absolutely. I want to believe that Stuart to... Weber has made a massive effect already. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I just want to believe that. So stop I'm, crushing yeah. my dreams. I'm just yeah. no, I know I'm playing devil's advocate because it's important. Because some fans will be thinking, "Well, we're definitely going to lose to Fulham." First so time I've been all season. You're crushing <laughs> <Yeah>. me down. <laughs> I've got to bounce off you. Is the way it is. Um, okay, Fulham score predictions. Difficult one, isn't it? I'm going to go for a 2-1 win. win. Good man. I'd love that. I think they will... I think Norwich will possibly be too confident after their massive win. I think Fulham will want to take us down a peg or two. And they've certainly got that ability. Fulham are much more organised than Reading. Sorry, Reading fans, but they are. And that's why Fulham have climbed the table. Because they've been behind in games and got draws out of them. Whereas we've not been able to do that. So, for me... I'd take a draw. And, take a draw. I th- and I think it'll be 1-1. I think it's going to be an interesting game. Fulham has certainly got more to play for than Reading did. Reading have you know, got the playoffs yeah, secured. Yeah, Fulham yeah, almost. are in a massive fight yeah. with Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. To um... By the way, Reading, there's no way. If they just fall apart like that, there's no way they're going to... Maybe, to the maybe I don't know why we're talking about Reading, but yeah. maybe that's what they needed. Because yeah. remember the season we went up and we lost to Middlesbrough and we were like, shit, we're... True, we're very true. Yeah, I think they need... Yeah, maybe that, you know, they've been cruising along. Maybe that's what they needed just yeah. to... Yeah. I mean, it's a young squad. It's going to be anyway, tough. Anyway, like, no, we're not. I'm going to go for. Uh, I'm going to go for a two-two, just like the away game. Desmond. Desmond. But they're going to go two-nil up, and we're going to get get it back to two-two. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. It'd be lovely. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, Why do you honestly think that? I just that wanna, if we go two-nil down, I just want to be excited about football yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been so negative Absolute, all season. Yeah, you know what? It's true. Yeah. It's very true. And I just yeah. feel like this man. It's going to bring the us... The revolution. The saviour. Oh, oh! Ronaldo's ice cream outside the football club. The Stuart Webber yeah. effect. I'm telling you, all these little things that you might not think are Stuart Webber. Yeah. Stuart Webber's done them. Had a good day today? Stuart Webber. <laughs> yeah. Had a nice tea? Stuart Webber. Yeah. Good session in the gym? Stuart Webber. Yeah. The love of your life is now loving you back? Stuart Webber. <laughs> the Stuart Webber effect. Yeah. Stuart Webber revolution has started, my friends. You know, Cheers, the funny thing I'm going to end it here. I've got a really good mate who's a Huddersfield fan, Matt yeah. from Ball Street, and I've been winding him up all week, and I've been like, "We've taken your shining light. Yeah. We're going to get in the playoffs. The Webber, the Webber revolution will take us into the playoffs. We're going to beat you at Wembley in the final, and we're going to take Wagner. And we're going <laughs> to send you back down to the mediocre club you are, and we are going to go into the Premier League and under the Webber revolution. We're going to be in Europe within the next three years." What a lovely point to end on, yeah. Jack. Thanks very much for watching. Um, if you're on iTunes, thanks very much for listening. Subscribe if you're not already on iTunes. If you're on SoundCloud, well, you're one of few. So well done to you. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit like, comment with your favourite questions if we ask. Oh. oh, yeah. Chris, talk. I'm starting a YouTube channel. What's going to be on it? It's cool, on? isn't it? Yeah. So it's completely unfootball related. Nice. It's called Revo Reacts. And it's all about just me reacting to life situations, rants, raves and reactions. Nice. So some positivity, some scathing attacks on certain people or life situations. And yeah, it's going to be a whole bundle of laughs. Cool. Hopefully. So 
I'll leave Chris's new channel in the description below. And as this is near the end of the video, if we can get Chris to 50 subscribers, I'll give away some stickers. Um, basically, just subscribe, send us proof, yep. or we'll just put it in the comments, or we'll just go through Chris's subscription, and we will send one of you, whoever the first 50 are, uh, 50 stickers. And there's, But there's no football-related content, so it might be quite nice for you guys to mix it up and stop watching football stuff. And see what Chris... Well, I'm the no, home don't of, stop don't watching stop this. Watching no, 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 no. I mean, like, the home <laughs> of football is TNC, right? And that's why all my football-related chat is on TNC. But if you want to get a bit of business, a bit of marketing, a bit of fun... A bit of receding hairlines. A bit of receding hairlines. <laughs> then head over. At Revo Reacts. Drop me a follow, guys. Lovely. Go and subscribe. Link's in the description. See you later. <laughs>